Before we get started, a quick note. I have made an ADHD mistake and I need your help with it. When I set up this podcast, it was over on Spotify for podcasters and I moved platforms a couple of months ago over to Acast. And what you have to do when you move platforms is you have to reclaim your podcast on each of the platforms. But of course, ADHD me, I did the move, I set it all up and then I'd forgotten that I'd done it. So I went and did it again and I've claimed the podcast twice. So if you look up ADHD Fest over on, I think it's just Apple, it will come up twice. There's two versions of the show. This is fine, of course, like as long as you're listening to it, I don't care, but it's going to confuse the numbers and I don't actually know how well the podcast is doing or how badly it's doing. So I'm going to have to take one of the versions down. There's no way of me being able to tell you which version is going to come down. So this is a special request to you. If you follow ADHD Fest podcast, please go and search it again on your platform and make sure you are following all versions of the podcast because I'm going to give it one month and then I'm going to delete one of the versions that is up there so you will only find it once from March onwards. I'm going to delete it on March 1st so you have from now until March 1st to join both versions of it because one of them is going to disappear and I have no way of telling you which one so hopefully you'll forgive me. I'm hoping if you're listening then you've done something silly like this too with ADHD and it's all fine and we're all friends. Anyway let's get on with the episode. Hello, hello, and welcome to ADHD Fest, the podcast all about adult ADHD with a little bit of self-development and law of attraction thrown in there. I am your host, Tara Pratt, and this week I'm so excited about the topic. I don't really want to babble on at the start of it. I've got a lot to say. It's all about trying to form habits when you have ADHD. The idea for this podcast just came from the memes that are floating around social media, some of the explanations that seem really relatable, they felt true to me and I wanted to look into them more. And that is this rumour that's going around that we cannot form habits as ADHDers, that it is impossible for us to create um, actions and routines that just take place without us thinking about them. And when I first read about this, I thought that feels so true particularly with things that neurotypicals take for granted, things like brushing your teeth, things like getting dressed, all those things that they take for granted, I do feel like I think through. I don't feel like my mind just kicks into gear and I'm doing it in a routine, in a system. Sometimes my mind drifts off, especially when I'm like showering. I do have a routine that I follow. But if my mind drifts off, I don't automatically follow through that habit I might do a few steps but then I realize as I've got out of the shower oh I forgot to do this point oh I forgot to do that point so it's not an automatic habit for me so at first I thought wow is that really true that I can't form habits and I felt really down about it to be honest and that's why I wanted to look into it more There's no backing behind this yet. There's no studies to say that we cannot form habits. Basically, the internet and Google and research says we might find it more difficult to create habits, but not impossible. So I just gave this some thought myself as well. And I thought, is this true? It feels really true. It feels really relatable. But actually, it's not true. It's true for the things that the neurotypicals describe as easy and as habits like oh it's just like riding a bike oh it's just like brushing your teeth but actually I have definitely formed habits 
with other things because I've put, formed plenty of bad habits. And also things like driving my car. That is a habit now. I don't think about every single move I make while I'm driving my car. I've been driving for like 13, 14 years at this point. I don't know how long it took me to develop that habit, but it is an absolute habit now. So I think if I look at it logically from my own experience and I take the research that I've been following as well, I can see that actually we absolutely can form habits. It is possible. We just need some ADHD friendly strategies. It needs to be interesting to us because I love driving my car and that is probably why it's a habit at this point because I've done it consistently because I enjoy it and it gives me dopamine and now it is a habit. I don't enjoy brushing my teeth. I think it is the most boring thing in the world, standing there for two minutes, brushing your teeth, brushing every tooth. It's just dull and I wish I didn't have to do it. So that is probably why that hasn't formed into an unconscious habit because I don't enjoy it. So we definitely can form these habits. It's just we need, I think we need some studies into it to see if it takes us longer than the average person. But I'm willing to bet that it doesn't take us longer than the average person if we tweak it with ADHD-specific strategies to help us. So, in conclusion, I reckon these rumours on social media that we cannot form habits are absolutely false. They're completely untrue. And although it's slightly more difficult because of roadblocks due to our ADHD symptoms like executive dysfunction, not being able to do things consistently every single day, yeah, it's going to be a bit harder to form them and it's going to take a bit longer, but we absolutely can do it. And I've looked through areas of my life where I have created healthy habits. I've read the book Atomic Habits. If you haven't read it, it's a great book. I think it's really good, particularly for ADHD. If you can't be bothered reading it, it's fine because I'm going to summarize some of the points here and I'm going to show you in real life how I've used them to form healthy habits that have stuck, that I am doing consistently. And I'm going to help you to add more healthy habits into your life. What are the strategies that can make habits more ADHD friendly. Number one, the most important point that I took from the book Atomic Habits by James Clear is habit stacking. This has worked so well for me, so well for so many people that I've spoken to. Habit stacking is just a very simple concept of adding in a new habit to a habit you already have. Say I wake up in the morning, that's a habit. Waking up, it's just part of my routine. I wake up every morning. I could add something to that. Another habit of mine is I shower pretty much every night unless I'm like absolutely shattered. I don't like a shower in the morning. I like a shower at night just before bed. I can stack things onto that. Like when I'm having a shower, I will do my affirmations. That would be stacking a habit on top of the habit I already have. Can you see how that works? And linking into that habit stacking is taking it slow. So you want to add a very small habit on top of an already well-established habit. So instead of saying, I'm going to eat healthy, that's my new habit, I'm going to start eating healthy. This massive thing that actually contains lots and lots of little habits, we're going to start small and we're going to add in one small doable habit, like I'm going to have water after each meal. I'm going to have one glass of water from beginning to end after each meal. Or if you want to go smaller than that, if that doesn't feel doable, you could say, I'm going to have a full glass of water after my dinner at night. 
And then once you've established that small habit and it's in a routine and you've done it for a while now, then you get to add on something else. So it might be, I'm going to have a glass of water and while I'm drinking it, I'm going to walk up and down the stairs five times. (laughs) These are random things I'm just coming up with. But can you see how you just build on each habit and eventually it's going to grow? And this might seem a boring approach to an ADHD mainly because we want to do all the things at once. We want to be amazing at something all at once. We want to get all the dopamine. But how many times has that actually worked out for you in real life? Unless you have had massive motivation, unless you have had some kind of crisis going on, there is no huge habit that you have taken on everything all at once that will stick because it's just not sustainable for us. We're not consistent creatures. If we start small and we have it stack, it will stick and the time will go so fast. And also it's great because it gives you that win. It gives you that dopamine boost and you can start to realize, oh, I can trust myself. Oh, I've done this consistently for a while. We also want to think about our why and the concept of why, why you're doing the habit that you're going to do, why you want to implement it into your life. That concept is really common in self-development generally for neurotypicals, for neurodivergence. A lot of people talk about your why and I've actually heard people say your why should make you cry. And that confused me for a long time because I felt like my why, my motivator should be this massive thing that brings me lots of emotion. And that's great. But if you're just trying to get yourself to drink a bit more water, it doesn't really work that way. So your why, it doesn't have to be that complicated. I'm going to give you an example now. I always wanted to exercise. I've always wanted to be in good shape. And that was my why. The reason I wanted to exercise was to be in good shape and to look good. It had nothing to do with my health. And guess what? I could never, ever get myself to exercise because although I wanted to look good, it was a bit of, it was just a want. It wasn't actually that important. It was like a nice to have. So that why never worked for me and I didn't have a strong enough why to start exercising. Then obviously two years ago, I got diagnosed with ADHD and the first thing that the psychiatrist said to me was exercise is gonna help your symptoms this is a way you can help yourself with your ADHD symptoms and something switched on in my brain in seconds I was like okay I need to take this seriously this is a daily problem for me is these ADHD symptoms and I can help myself by exercising and I'm gonna do it and suddenly I had a why It was important to me and that why might not get you motivated. You need to find out what is important to you. Once I started exercising more regularly and I realized that why worked for me and then I looked through my other habits, health actually came up quite a lot, but it's actually more mental health for me that is important to me. I don't know why that's what motivates me, but it does. So you need to find that line through your life that you really would like to improve and it's important to you. For me, it's my mental health. I like to be mentally strong. So if I can tie that to any new habit that I'm going to have, which I can tie to pretty much everything, drinking water, going to help my mental health. Exercise, going to help my mental health. Sleep is going to help my mental health. It's a really good why for me and it does motivate me and it helps me get things done. So what is it for you? And here's another secret tip try and find something that's going to help all areas of your life like mental health physical health is another one that's going to affect every single area of your life if that's your motivator it doesn't motivate me 
I've no idea why. So just play with it, work out what your why is that will motivate you most. And if we're going to get ADHD specific on habits, I would say choose something that is doable, but would have the most impact in improving things in your life as a natural consequence. So this is a quick win. We want to build momentum and that self-trust, which a lot of us with ADHD, particularly late diagnosed, we have a real issue with self-trust because we've let ourselves down so many times because we've tried and failed so many times and we've always been optimistic about it and then our hopes are dashed. So we want to pick something really doable, really easy in our minds, not what should be easy, something that we do find easy but it would improve other things as a consequence. For example, me going to bed a little bit earlier. I don't struggle with insomnia. I don't struggle with bad sleeping patterns. I can make myself go to sleep earlier. Most of the time, I just choose not to. So when I implement my why of, say I'm approaching burnout and I know I do not want to hit burnout, it will affect my mental health. Again, I can get myself to go to bed earlier and it's an easy doable thing for me it might not be for you you might want to choose something else but it massively improves so many areas and I'm not talking about going to bed at eight o'clock I'm talking about half an hour earlier I usually fall asleep about half 11 12 so my goal is just to fall asleep by 11 and it massively improves every area so that's what I mean pick something that is doable for you that you know you've done before that will help you improve in a lot of areas and it gives you that quick win. It really helps boost your habits. It incentivizes you to keep going and keep trying. And my last ADHD habit specific tip before we move on to talking through them practically in your life is make it as fun and easy as possible. It doesn't matter what the habit is. We're going to inject some kind of fun into it. We're going to inject some kind of dopamine booster into it and we're going to make it easy. We're going to take all the effort out of it. We're going to take all the obstacles and barriers out. A quick example would be cool gym gear to wear to the gym. When I started my exercise, I went and bought myself all Gymshark, really cute, colorful outfits that were also comfy that I really wanted to wear. I was excited to wear and I put them out the night before. So that made it easy because they were just there when I woke up and it also made it fun because I was excited to wear the new clothes. You also want to set your intentions and say your new habit in a positive way, not a negative way. An example of negative would be something like, my new habit is to stop eating sugar. The positive way of saying that would be something like, eat more tasty veg. For me, at Christmas, I decided I wanted to eat more veg. I love veg in a restaurant. I love veg when it's plated up fancy schmancy to me. But just looking at a carrot in the cupboard is not going to do it for me. I'm not a good... I am a good cook, actually. I just don't like to cook. So I would buy myself fancy veg that was already pre-cooked, pre-seasoned, Or I would treat myself to like one new recipe a week. I made like a really nice salsa that I did over on the Body Doubling Club. Did my recipe for that and we did it together and I meal prepped that. And that was like a really healthy tomato snack, tomato and onions. But it wasn't just boring fancy veg. So that was my new, instead of saying, I want to stop eating rubbish. I want to stop eating sugar. I was like, I'm going to eat more healthy, fancy snacks. And that's a positive way to state it. It just switches on a different part of your brain. It makes it 
less of a chore and more of a fun challenge. So how can we implement this in real life? Okay, I'm going to look at different areas of our lives and what either I've done or what you could do in that area. I'm going to start with work or study habits. What is the small thing that you could do in this area that would impact you in a big way? It could be having a designated area where you can sit in peace and quiet or you can have like white noise in the background. That might make a huge difference to you. So the new habit might be actually sitting at a desk to do your work if you work from home. Your new habit might be to use the Pomodoro technique where you're going to have 25 minutes on and five minutes off for each task. Whatever it is, pick something that is doable for you but it's going to make a big impact. It's a very small habit that you're going to do, but it's going to make a big impact. Then you're going to decide when are you doing this? If you're working for yourself, if you're working from home, decide what your hours are going to be. Decide when you're going to start and habit stack it with something else. So it might be, I will start work straight after breakfast. I'll make myself a I make myself a coffee every day straight after breakfast and that is when I'm going to sit down to work. So what can you habit stack this new easy small habit with? Is it something you do throughout your workday that is going to be a reminder for you? Visual clues are really good for ADHD. Make it really visual. What is your why? Why do you want to do this? How will it improve your work or study habits? And what is the fun element? If you're going to sit at a desk, is there something colourful on that desk? Is there, are you getting a new fancy desk chair that you can sit? Is there a nice cushion? Is there something for your feet? Are you going to get yourself a new pen to work with? It doesn't have to be something crazy. It doesn't have to be something expensive. Just something fun that makes you look forward to doing your new habit the first few times. Okay, now we're going to move on to organisation and planning and I'm going to give you the exact thing that I have done in my life to get better with this, the exact habit that I have implemented, how I did it and how all of these things fit into it. The small habit that I implemented and it would help everything else in my life the most, that would be really easy for me to implement, but it would help if I could do this on a regular basis. And that was to plan out my week in a physical planner once a week. That was the small task for me that I chose. That might not be a small task for you. Choose something that works for you. Then I decided when I was going to do it. I gave it a time and that was Mondays. I habit stacked it on top of school drop-off. Monday mornings, I pretty much always drop Theo to school. I get back here about 20 to 9 and I habit stacked it with that. Soon as I get back, I make myself a cup of tea and I sit down with my planner. I make it easy for me because I leave the planner in plain sight at all times. It's always either on the top in the kitchen or it's next to my bed. I can always see that planner. So I'll make it easy in that way. And I also make sure that I don't plan anything else on a Monday morning. That makes it easy to keep on top of as well. Because if I plan something else, I'm either going to be in a rush or I'm just going to forget about it completely. I make it really easy for myself in that way. The fun element that I add is I've got a really fun, bright planner. It's a pleasure to use. And I also have so many stickers for this planner. I absolutely love it. I'm excited to use it. I'm excited to plan out the week. That really helps me gain that habit. And my why is so that I can juggle motherhood and my career goals 
well because that's something that's really important to me. I kind of have a bit of a fear that whenever I turn my attention to things for myself, particularly career, that I'm going to drop the ball with motherhood. It scares me. I think because it's happened a few times, like when I have too many plates spinning, I forget things and it really hurts my heart if I forget something for Theo. It's just a real, I feel like a terrible person. I feel like a terrible mum. And it really puts me off giving too much attention to my own goals. And this has been a way to look at both. I plan out the whole week. I plan out Theo's clothes, Theo's outfits. It allows me to look in my planner. I look in my calendar and I transfer that into my planner and I can see, is he on any school trips this week? Does he have any birthday parties? Does he need to take anything into school? It's really helped me so much. And then that positive outcome really motivates me to keep the habit up, to keep it going. So can you see how I've set myself up to win there in organization and planning? I know the exact time I'm going to do it. I've habit stacked it. So I just do it automatically straight after drop off with my cup of tea. It's in plain sight. I don't have to go rooting for it. It's fun to use because it's bright and I enjoy it. And it really does help me juggle motherhood and goals, which is a big why for me. Try and use these steps for yourself. What would make it easy for you to plan? What would be the small habit that you could start doing? Is it planning out your outfits for the week? Is it having reminders set out in your phone? You do it Sunday night and you stack it with the habit of after your Sunday roast, you sit down with your phone and you set reminders for the whole week. What can you stack it with? How can you make it easy? And why do you want to do it? What are you going to get out of it? What is your why? Okay, let's talk about physical exercise. The way I did this, I chose when I was going to do it, which would be Tuesday and Thursday mornings. This works well for me in my week because again, I can habit stack it with the school drop off. The gym is really near to school. So I go straight from drop off to the gym. That's where I stack that habit on Tuesdays and Thursday mornings. I set out my clothes the night before. They're really comfy. Again, I'm excited to use those clothes. So that makes it easy. It makes it fun. But also another element that I've added into it is I meet my friends at the gym. So I have friends that do the classes with me. I go to gym classes and also they have really nice food and breakfasts at the gym. So that is also a motivator. If I don't really feel like it that day, I'm like, oh, well, I could reward myself after the class with a nice breakfast. And my why is ADHD. My why is to help my ADHD symptoms, like I said before, and it really has. Keeping up that consistent exercise really does help my symptoms. So again, you can see how this just promotes that cycle of wanting to keep the habit up. I did miss out in this one, the small habit that I was going to do to affect the most things possible, but that is just exercise. Exercise twice a week was the habit that I wanted to start and I've kept it up in this way. Another area of my life that I really made a point to work on and started habits around was mindfulness and relaxation. Again, my why was to better my ADHD symptoms because this was another tip that the psychiatrist gave me at my diagnosis. That is one of my main motivators. So what did I do? How did I habit stack it? I decided that I was going to do it in the mornings, the first thing when I wake up and also last thing at night. And I've got different routines for both, 
but I do it as I reach for my phone. So I know every single morning I wake up, the first thing I do is reach for my phone. And it used to be for bad habits, like scrolling, like looking at emails. Now I've just changed that reaching for my phone for mindfulness. I reach for my phone and I turn on my subliminals straight away and the health subliminals to look after my health. And then once I've listened to them with my eyes closed for like 10, 15 minutes, I do some EFT tapping, which again is on my phone. It's on YouTube. And how I make that easy is I've got a playlist that is ready to go. And my iPhone even like starts suggesting it now. I'm not sure how it works, but I think because I do it at the same time every day, it starts suggesting, do you want to do this now? It's not really hard to make this one fun because I'm working on my goals, which I really love to do. I get a real kick out of that when I'm making progress on goals, but also it's on my phone. I reach for my phone for dopamine. And the small thing that I can do that helps everything else is use subliminals because subliminals are just the easiest thing ever. You play them in the background. You can be doing anything except driving. Don't use them when you're driving, but I'm practically asleep listening to subliminals and it makes a huge difference to my ADHD symptoms and to my overall mood. And then at night, I do the same thing. It's as I roll over to go asleep, I get my phone and I listen to things like Yoga Nidra and that helps with my relaxation. Then hygiene habits. I find hygiene habits quite hard, as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast. It doesn't feel like a habit to me to brush my teeth, but I have built a routine into a habit. I'm going to explain what I mean. Instead of brushing my teeth, being the habit it's part of a routine I have stacked habit upon habit upon habit into this routine and if I don't do it in order at this point I feel weird so even though like brushing my teeth isn't a habit it's just the thing that gets me to the next habit the cue is my nighttime routine and I've habit stacked it on as I turn the telly off as I'm going to go to sleep or Pete coming to bed will trigger this habit as well because sometimes he comes to bed quite late so as soon as he comes in that is my cue to get up and start doing my hygiene habits and make it very easy by keeping things next to my bed or next to the sink. Next to my bed, I have micellar water to take off my makeup. I have all my lotions and potions and creams. I have magnesium spray to help me sleep. And then by the sink, I have all my favorite proper cleansers. I have my toothbrush. I have it all laid out for me. It's not hard in any way. And then to make it fun, I have a favorite towel, which might sound a bit sad, but honestly, you wouldn't believe the difference just having your favorite something to use when you're doing a bore it and habit is. For example, if you wanted to make a healthy breakfast and eat a healthy breakfast every morning, you won't believe the difference it'll make if you get yourself a special breakfast bowl or a special breakfast plate that you only use for that thing. I've got a special work mug that I use most days and it's keep going, keep growing. It's got on it. One of my friends bought it for me and I love to use it when I'm working. It just signals my brain. So I have a favorite towel that I use for my nighttime hygiene routine and I look forward to using it because I only use it then. I listen to little podcasts as I'm going, just a snippet here and there. I've got a fun toothbrush. So for me, a fun toothbrush is just means it's like a sonic toothbrush. You might want a colourful one. I'm not bothered about colourful ones or anything. I just like one that buzzes. It's not like a boring run of the mill. The why is to stay healthy, but also it does help my mental health. And the little thing that I chose 
to add to my routine to start this was take my makeup off so that the next morning I'm fresh because that A is doable and B it's going to make a massive difference to my life to wake up with a fresh face not feeling like I've got to start the day dirty and I'm going to try and get all this makeup off. It's a small thing that is doable that will make a difference to my day. And we could talk about this for so many different habits. Please do message me with any other habits that you want to start that maybe we can talk through together. I find this fascinating, but I know from experience that we can form habits with ADHD. Don't let social media put you off. It is absolutely harder. So, and don't feel like you're wrong or you're bad because you can't form these simple habits. As I say, Brushing my teeth is not a habit for me still because I find it so boring. I have to force myself through that with willpower. I have to think my way through every single step. And I don't feel badly about that because I've got ADHD and that is how my brain works. It wants to be stimulated all the time and that's not a bad thing. Why should I find something boring exciting? It's not a moral thing at all. So you shouldn't feel any shame about round, about which habits you have or you don't have. But if there are some that you want to implement, there are ways to do it. So let's summarize. One, keep it visual, make it fun, make it easy. Two, habit stack it with something else you already do. And that doesn't have to be a good habit. It can be a bad habit. For example, me reaching for my phone in the morning, I have stacked with doing some mindfulness. Three, Make sure you know your why. Mine is mostly mental health and with a little side of motherhood. And four, make sure that your habit is a small thing, an easy, doable thing that you can achieve that will have the biggest impact on most areas of your life. Please do come and share your thoughts on today's podcast with me. I'm over on Instagram at ADHDFest. I'm on Facebook on ADHDFest, the group. I'm on TikTok, ADHD underscore fest you can sign up below for the weekly newsletter to find out what's going on don't forget about the body doubling club i've got that recipe on there that i mentioned before where we take accountability together and in real time we do things like meal prep clean our kitchens make a vision board loads of fun stuff over there don't forget to check that out in the link below and also if you're looking for diagnosis in the uk i do have a free bundle that you can sign up for the link will be down below too and i hope you all have a wonderful week and i'll speak to you next friday bye